Happy Friday, everybody. Welcome back to Apocalypse Movies and the Marvel Rewind as we are here to discuss the final episode of season one of Marvel What If. Um, it's funny, as we're, you know, we get going and we're backstage watching the intro and everything. Um, it's for this specific show in general, uh, it's it's really cool to now see all of that footage kind of pieced mm-hmm. up. Um, you know, obviously we were all asking the question of what if throughout the series, but now seeing all the footage and knowing what it's all about, it's a really, really cool concept and kind of how it all came together. And we're going to get into what episode nine was all about um, and just everything that happened in this season finale, as there was a lot of it. Uh, but uh, I have Mr. Brian Ablacino here with me. Jacob Bartley will be joining us here in just a quick second. Um, he's heading home for work, got stuck in a little traffic, so he'll be he'll be popping in as well. But Brian, how you doing, man? It's Friday. Hanging in there? I am. I am. Happy Friday. You more than anyone because I've had this week off. So <laughs> you're probably a little bit more excited. That's fr- I'm the opposite end. I'm like, no, it's Friday. That means my week off is over. You're like, thank God it's Friday. Yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm very happy. It's Friday. Very, very happy. It's Friday. Um, it's 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 an unusual Friday because this weekend is actually jam packed with a lot of stuff. I mean, that's a good thing. But um, I don't really get like the break that weekends tend to give you. Um, you but I, I'm looking forward to tonight just because we get to relax, hang out, grab some dinner and 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 catch up on the shows that we don't have time to watch during the week anymore, which is terrible. Um, you remind you. I will fully admit this. I don't know what made me forget, but <laughs> your tweet about Ted Lasso, I was like, oh, my God, I completely forgot it was the that there was an episode left. I forgot. Last week wasn't the season finale. So, yeah, no, I'm doing the same. Yeah, no, I, I it's it's hard because Gab and I have a lot of shows together and then I watch some stuff on my own and I have to find time to watch that on my own because Gab and I's schedules are sometimes so opposite. So we have to wait to watch stuff. And so tonight we're going to be catching up on a lot of our shows that we missed during the week, like Survivor, stuff like that, um, and get into that. Stardew, we're going to get to your question here in a, in a little bit, man. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely be talking about our favorite episode of the series now that it is the finale. Uh, hello to Artie, Chuck, Starger, I see you, anybody else who may be watching. Uh, hope you guys are having a good day out there. But let's get into this. Um, episode 9, this is what everything obviously has been building towards, right? We saw what last week's episode was all about. It was setting up this uh, this gigantic finale. Um, mm-hmm. And this was the Avengers episode of the season, essentially, is what is what we're going to be diving into. The, the bringing together of the Guardians of the Multiverse. Um, mm-hmm. And learning that all of these episodes of these what if stories weren't just simple stories. Uh, they were collections of stories that eventually led to a cataclysmic event that was infinite, infinite Ultron. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, the other, the beginning of this episode, look, this, we had, ta- I think Jacob and I had talked about it last week where we were wondering how, like if this episode was going to be 40 minutes long, cause they had so much to do. But they like in the first five minutes, the guardians were assembled. Yeah. I mean, like the watcher just went and literally just plucked Grabbed them all them. from the universe, uh, brought them to a pub, which love, love the concept of taking them to a pub. Um, but I mean, just kind of initial thoughts before we kind of get in details, Brian, how did you how did you like the episode? Um, how did you kind of like how they were all plucked and brought together? Uh, just kind of initial thoughts. These last Three has it been kind of it's been like what three kind of well, the party have... the party four episode was seven. Okay, so two. The last two 
have been some of my favorites. Uh, I, I like what it did. Um, and I like where it kind of seems it could be going. Um, and that, it was it was cool seeing these random, and I mean random, mix of Marvel characters creating same, same, same. <laughs> creating this new uh, Guardians of the Multiverse group. Uh, it, it was it was cool. I really dug. It's funny. I uh, I kind of feel like I went like this with it a couple times. Um, this the last two episodes were kind of like saving grace for me to be like, all right, sweet, I'm ready for another season. Yeah, I think I, I've I have found over the course of this year because of the MCU Disney Plus stuff that on this channel specifically, I'm the one who tends to find the positivity even in like the bad things. Um, like when I, ha- to- I hype myself up to it too much yeah like i think i think even if i get hyped up on something and even if like an episode is like okay i'm i'm still like like i i tend to like a lot more things than i do dislike and i like and what i'm getting at is that for this season there wasn't really an episode that i like didn't enjoy like i kind of enjoyed them all and um maybe there was one that was a little slower than others or whatever but I think I enjoyed the ride that was what if being that it is so new and different as far as the opening of this episode and kind of my thoughts, uh, Stardew said it, they did exactly what they, they could have done to hook someone like me right off the bat. Cause you're opening the episode with captain America, the winter soldier and the Lumerian star. And yeah. instantly I'm like, got me. This episode's yeah. good. It's going to be good. No matter what, I don't care what happens. You got me. And then we see her in the stealth suit, the the and what i also love is the relationship between her and widow was set up right away which is extremely important to the overall arc of the episode um they're back and forth very similar to what her and steve had in the actual films but twisted because she is a woman and has a little different perspective being that she is captain carter and not captain rogers um you know you know the whole date situation was really funny uh but bernard bernard yeah i was trying to remember the name but like such an old school name um but as far as the episode goes, like I, I agree with you. I think the last two, and it's a typical Marvel thing. We like stuff a little bit more when it's connected, when it makes sense together, right? And these last two were literally one giant episode together. Um, it all stays connected. You could watch them back to back or even edit them together and it'd be totally fine. Um, but I I I struggle. I have to. I think I'm gonna have to go back and watch them all. But I think that this might be my either first or second favorite episode, which is rivaling the first episode with Captain Carter. See, for me, number one is has been my clear favorite the whole entire way through. Yeah, it's it's an interesting conversation. I'm sure we'll have it at some point. Uh, maybe after like a week or two, kind of digesting everything. Maybe even giving another watch or so. But uh, I think the finale, like this was like the perfect like finale. It was like a big finale. Like it was a really a like a, like a season finale. This is what you want. Like explosive mind blowing stuff that like changes the universe. Literally. So it, the thing that I appreciate watching this whole episode or series is everything seems to be so thought out. Like 
things weren't done just to do it, which is the Marvel way. They really, Chuck, you have no idea. I mean, she, I think they knew going into this, like people would want her immediately mm-hmm. because there's a, re- there's a reason why she's voicing her. Yeah. It, she has just been amazing in every single thing that she's done. Like that character, uh, it's like one of my favorites, including live action. And I know Jake, you're the same way. She, yeah, it's her story and just everything that has been written. Like they just doing such a great job. And I, I want to say, I saw a lot of people after they watched the whole season being like, the zombie episode was so pointless. It was literally just made so that way they can drop like how they fell out of the sky. And I was like, no, they're do they did it because like they knew that they would never do a live action Marvel zombies because it's mm-hmm. Disney and it's too gory, mm-hmm. but they're still trying to like appease that mm-hmm. niche that people wanted of Marvel zombies. And I I mean, not everything needs to be so importantly connected. I mean, this this show was clearly connected, but like, yeah, the zombie episode didn't have like the biggest impact on the series, but it, they're still appeasing like certain nerd things, like us wanting <laughs> to see Marvel zombies, and this is the best way that they could do it, being under disney's banner so uh but yeah no captain carter needs to they need to figure out a way to get that live action maybe well, before, even scap, scrap captain britain and somehow figure out a way to bring her well before we move on and start talking about the episode of detail here uh we do have our third member here our third party member uh he is finally here a little bit of a brighter situation here, too. What's Hello. Up, man? Ah. Uh, what's going on? Uh, not much. I am working on a new background right now, so my lighting's a little off. But you have a lot of you have a lot of colored shoes. Look at those here, pink buddy. shoes. I do. Those are all my vans. Uh, I have almost every color of the solid vans. Because so, for them. all of you watching, this is what's being called. You've been seen officially by all of the all the viewers they now know what kind of shoes you wear Bartley. yes so that is very true <laughs> Wait, do you yeah. have orange ones i don't that would be really cool though i i haven't i have to order them online they don't have them in store but that oh, would be okay. really cool um okay so jacob i'm gonna get your i'm gonna get your thoughts on the episode here in a sec but i want to bring him a comment from rd which i think is very important in the conversation we're gonna have i've seen reviews and people reviewing the show uh that clearly don't understand the concept of the show um, oh yeah, I, I think that's very, very uh, big in that in in this show specifically. Just the creativity and different style they're going for. People, I don't think people really get it. I really don't think people. I get could it. see. I haven't read any of those, but I could see that. You know, because there's people who review everything that comes out and aren't necessarily heavy into the mcu right so they they're just reviewing this as a casual show mm-hmm. when you got to kind of understand it to fully get it i think mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right bartley so thoughts initial reaction quickly here before we kind of dive into some details on this uh final episode yeah honestly i 
you know, I you mentioned it earlier, Jake, but this was a great finale. Like a lot of times we're upset with finales because they don't like we wanted more. Like this gave us everything we we could have possibly wanted and more. And look, I will say it it, it moved very quickly, obviously. Like there's no like there's no breaks in this episode, but that's okay. Look, it's an animated show. They had 30, a little over 30 minutes to get it done. They told a story they wanted to tell. Moved very fast, but very satisfying ending to the season, I mm -hmm. think. All right, so before we get into details, we actually have one more person who has crashed <laughs> the party. It's just, it's an apocalypse party here on Friday, Mr. Uh, Grey Goose Jedi himself. Everybody's Grey. showing up. What up? What's up, guys? I just finished a finale. Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. Um, well, well Gio, before, it, before we get into details, just like I did with Jacob, initial quick reactions before we can kind of get into some specifics on this episode. Go. Uh, you know, to be honest, I uh, the Marvel uh, what-ifs, uh, they weren't too high on my anticipation, but I got to say, like, overall, I was very impressed. I was very impressed. I found myself invested into these episodes, the stories, the what ifs. And uh, I'm actually looking forward to a season two. I know that they're working on it. So, uh, and I thought this finale was, I mean, the Guardians of the Multiverse. Wow. Dope. <laughs> I didn't even think of that <laughs> name. So, yeah, I'm impressed. So, the first, like, Probably I'm kind of I'm skimming through the episode as I'm going. Ultron shows up about the 11th minute mark in the episode. So the first 10 minutes or so is basically the watcher explaining to the Guardian. Hey, this is what's happening. This is why we need you guys. Um, and they go together as a team and and we see them kind of put together this plan. Uh, and we don't know exactly what the plan is until we see it executed. Um, but I, I wanted to ask specifically because this character was the first time we've seen this character. How did we all feel about the inclusion of Gamora? Um, being that we had never seen her before and that she was just plucked from her universe and quickly introduced as, you know, uh, champion of Sakaar, destroyer of Thanos. Um, she she was essentially burning the gauntlet as we saw her uh, with a Sakaar uh, champion himself, Tony Stark, who didn't die. He didn't die for once. Interesting. Um, he he is alive here, uh, which means maybe Planet Hulk is Planet Stark in that universe. I don't know. Um, maybe that, that that'll be something we we'll see in season two. But I want to talk about Gamora specifically. How do we feel about the inclusion of her and her story? Being that she was that was the first time we ever saw her. Brian, I, I mean, uh, that was the first thing I said to you off when we talked about it on the side, and you, I was like, what the hell? Like we didn't get her story, and you telling that it was covid related then i mean whatever you can't like you can't make everyone happy and you can't make it like perfect i mean if something like that happens oh well so be it um but she's a badass the, uh, yeah i was literally about to say the suit looked freaking mm -hmm. sweet the whole cluster yes um I, I loved it i mean whatever gives us something to look forward to next season it yeah, kinda... so in case you guys are wondering, maybe watchers or even Gio and Jacob, uh, the writer of the show uh, was obviously asked about Gamora and how come she didn't have an episode going into Guardians of the Multiverse like every other character did. Uh, it was actually because of COVID. So they had an episode planned for her, uh, which makes me believe that there are possibly 10 episodes and not nine. And they had to cancel one 
because of COVID and staffing and they couldn't get it done and it's being pushed to season two. So we'll see her episode in season two. Yeah, I heard about that. That's interesting. Did you guys hear that? It starts with Tony Stark not making it back through the wormhole. Yes. In the first Avengers. Oh. That is, so like, I want to see that episode, yeah. but I'm not blaming yeah. them for not being able to get it done, but I'm so glad we're possibly going to get it in season two. Yeah. So maybe any, anybody Ooh, who's out there who's like, yeah. who's like, well, how did, why is she involved if she didn't get an episode or like her story? We're going to see that play out and they're not going to drop a line of something like destroyer of Thanos without showing us destroyer of Thanos. Yeah. I'm still not over the fact that Vision just went view through <laughs> Thanos and splitting that. I audibly gasped and like, <gasps> like when that happened, like that was... well, especially they made it look like Thanos was about to do something badass, and then he just gets cut in half. Yeah, it yeah. was almost like a spoof. Almost, I mean, not not that it's a bad thing, just how quickly it happened. Well, you know what it was a callback to, right? It was a callback to Thanos wanting to split the universe in half. Nah. destroying oh, half the population i didn't even right? think about that that's yeah. funny that's, that's that was kind of like the easter egg he wants to kill yeah. half the population let's split him right in half okay <laughs> anyway so, jacob's comment of that like him not making it through the port now like i'm really interested <laughs> in it well like, we have that's... a little that come let's 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 get back on track on this episode um I, I did like the the idea of gamora joining this um obviously to start she was brought on one of her abilities, uh, she clearly being able to destroy Thanos, that's a big deal. But two, <laughs> she had the Stone Crusher. Uh, she she had a, a mechanism that destroyed the Infinity Stones, which is why essentially she was brought on. Um, and then we later we later learned that it was only set for her universe, which I thought was a really cool twist. I never yeah. even thought about that because it totally makes sense. It's set for her universe's stones, not other universe's stone because they could possibly work a little differently um but I, I loved her inclusion in the team i thought she was a good choice uh she brings a lot to the table and um you know make it at even six or was it seven members i think with killmonger uh so why not seven, seven. Why not? yeah 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 i like strong female presence in there well speaking, Heavy. Of, yeah. speaking of strong female presence let's talk about black widow because she carried over from the last episode um and we didn't see her for a little bit she wasn't originally a guardian uh, but she became a guardian because they were set on her earth, uh, which she was the sole survivor of, which is crazy. She is the only human back on that planet um, up until the guardians reappear. Um, and she joins the fight just randomly. Uh, she she sees them by fight and she fights her way in. And then she has that great moment with the arrow and Arnim Zola, which kind of puts everything to rest there. Um, you know, this one's for you, Clint. Pulling at the heartstrings. Pulling at the heartstrings. Uh, with the motorbike and everything like that. Uh, what do we think about Black Widow? And of course, I got to mention um, her team up with Captain Carter and the Shields. Like, really cool. Bravo. Yeah. Right. I'm sure you immediately went, oh, 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 like I, gasped. Saw the, I like... gasped, but I, ma I made a GIF instantly. I found yeah. it on YouTube, and I made myself a GIF. Oh, like, nice. I'm going to watch that over and over. That's, again. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. And it, I love catching little things that, like, you know immediately, and you're like, oh, oh. Uh, they did this episode so well they did they really did just, jacob geo what are we thinking about black widow oh well i i love what they've done with widow and throughout the series overall but especially this version and shout out to lake bell she is an yes. amazing voice yes. actor she does poison ivy on the harley quinn show 
She's doing a great oh, job that's as a Black Widow, especially she captures that like sarcasm that Natasha has. Well, it's the, it's the dry humor and the raspy exactly. voice is what she I. She does such a good job at that, mm -hmm. and I, you know, we talked about her in the last episode. Like this, I, I think she's a huge part of this um, and her inclusion, and it gives it a lot of heart. And the fact that she was the only survivor of literally this this version of earth is crazy and her whole story arc with clint and without her i mean ultimately without her they don't defeat her without a few of them they don't defeat they don't solve the problem but yeah i loved her and especially her the conclusion they had with her character was beautiful loved yeah her. i love the callback to the to episode three where we saw the that episode ended with cap or not cap nick fury de-icing cap mm -hmm. shield and then obviously the call to Captain Marvel. And it was really cool to see a newly defrosted Captain America fighting alongside Captain Marvel, which is what we never really saw in the actual MCU. And then you throw in a Black Widow on top. I'm like, yes. <laughs> and there's so yeah, much fan service in this. Sorry, Gio. No, you're good. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just saying they, they do so much fan service in this in the best way. You like, can. You, you have the ability yeah. to because it's literally called what if. Like, why not? Yeah. God, you go. Oh, that's that's and to Chuck's point with the uh, Zola face and, and the robot right there. Boom! That's like right in the comics. So I mean, it, it, yeah, take advantage. That's the, of the ultimate fan service, right? Yeah, good yeah, good call. Yeah, but regarding Black Widow, I just I, I love that she, you know, was like, "This is for for you, Clint," and just like perfect. Like Hawkeye would be so proud of her accuracy just from a <laughs> distance in the middle of the air. Like for real, like, that's like. On, on a bike, bike. <laughs> on a bike, on a bike. You're in the air, like middle of battle. That's that's pretty dope. And not to mention, also on the flip side, Captain Carter here, pulling pulling a fast one and ripping Ultron's head off. Essentially, yeah. uh, the helmet. I mean, what a great team up between those two. This this has made me want Ultron back so <laughs> bad. <laughs> Does everyone like, feel that way? Does it, Jacob Geo? Do you guys feel? That I've way? always yeah, wanted be, Ultron back. I'd be down for a. Ultron second act, yeah. Some, I think it's, I think it's possible. I, I think he's got to be out there somewhere. He is the most. Well, I shouldn't say the most because there's probably others, but he is one of the most that could make sense to come back. Like you're not grasping to find a way. Like he's a robot. He that found his well, way exactly. through the internet. He's, well, he's an artificial intelligence technically. Yeah. yeah. So like, but like he's in the internet. He's scoured like. It, you could pull off something easier than like, oh, Killmonger's back compared to like Ultron. Well, he doesn't have to come back from a grave, like a physical body. It's, exactly. It's all, and you know, I think digital. a lot. I think a lot of this show, um, if if you really look at certain things, like they've, they, it seems like they heard like a lot of complaints of things throughout the years, and did little twicks twists to to make it kind of a little bit like we heard you here's a little like thing to kind of like appease your dissatisfiedness with the uh, dissatisfaction yeah, it, just thank you i couldn't <laughs> i was drawing for a word and couldn't find it um and, and i i i think that is one of the things i most appreciated about this series is and it's not just ultron there's tons if you look at it that 
throughout the years of the MCU, like there were certain things that you were like, okay, like uh, the this part was a little poopy, but they're kind of like trying to make certain things better. Like make you appreciate age of Ultron a little bit more. Um, I'm trying to think what other ones I'm trying, trying to, to make you appreciate Tony Stark because the amount of times they killed him, <laughs> even though they literally like kill him anytime you see he was him. in five episodes and he died in four. <laughs> I know every time well, he, thought... he was a zombie in one, but he also died. So yeah, but it's just like, uh, Tony's here. He's but that die also shows. <laughs> didn't most of those universes like go to crap? So <laughs> yeah. with him, come on now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the Killmonger one, Killmonger just shot or stabbed him or whatever. So that I mean, that universe. Yeah, we don't really know. I mean, Killmonger took over, but that was kind of because of Tony Stark too. <laughs> I mean, that's, 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 a, good, that's a good transition. Killmonger was a good part, a big part of this. Uh, yeah. The dude, wow. the dude is a badass. First of all, we, and we we theorized. Jacob and I talked about it the last two weeks that he could be the one in the Black Panther suit. Um, and he could be brought into this somehow because we weren't sure if he was going to be like, and I love how they said it, the killer, you're a killer. And that's mm-hmm. what we needed. We needed someone who would take the, take the hard punches when necessary, essentially. Um, he's got the vibranium and right off the bat, you can see that he is completely enamored by the fact of these Ultron bots, right? And what they can do. Cause we saw in his episode, power. he's essentially trying to create what Ultron bots are. Um, artificial intelligence, very powerful bots, and these Ultron bots are up to the highest of standards. Um, and through all the fighting, which is really cool, we saw a lot of cool moments. Um, very interesting dynamic between him and T'Challa being that he's not his T'Challa, right? A little yeah. different there. Um, but at, towards the end, we see that he takes the stones. He puts on the armor. He wants to right all the wrongs that Ultron did, essentially turn the universe back. But the Guardians of the Multiverse are basically saying we can't do this. That's not, this isn't something that we can do. And we see him in a complete just fight at the end. And who, who's, I'm forgetting, who was he fighting with at the very Ultron. end? Zola. It was oh, Ultron. Zola. Right? It was Arnim oh, Zola. Zola. It was Zola. In Ultron's body. Yeah. Zola and then, and Ultron. And then there's, they're put inside a dimension, uh, which is, looks like a little crystal ball. And <laughs> it looks like a snow globe. Like you should just shake Supreme, uh Has to watch over him for eternity, essentially. Um, and so that Killmonger is no longer part of his universe, but he has the stones on. If he, if he were to ever break out, that's well, not good. I think the stones ended up in Zola. He takes them back right yeah. before he takes oh, them back did? right okay. before, and then they close that ball. And I, that's crazy to me because you have these two very potentially dangerous and powerful beings just sitting there like that's pretty dangerous that and leaves potential and the guy who has them we can't necessarily trust either we can't trust him at all. i mean so that, that is one thing that i he put him back into his little purple glass ball whatever wherever strange supreme was no strange supreme just has him he, well, he i'm has talking to... about where strange supreme now he went back to where he was I think right he went back Oh, I don't know. They didn't really say. Well, because Jake and I, we talked about it last week, how like um, we were wondering if that guy ever got out, how, and we thought, oh, this is how, like the Watcher takes him out and then afterwards he's free. But it looks like he went back to wherever he was left to just be for eternity alone. I think he's back in that place. Well, and this, so 
we're getting into a whole bigger thing here, but yeah. this is obviously opening the door of of how he could possibly be the strange in no way home, right? Yeah. Because he now has access to the multiverse. He knows how it works. He he has seen it all. Um maybe, but I feel like the dude did good. Like he did. That, that was kind of the thing that I my biggest not gripe, but like the biggest thing that left me most confused because he in his episode did not seem like a good person. Like, but at the very end, he like, and like, plus he has like, all these like demonic entities in him. Bro, he went like, full devil mode. Yeah, yeah, and then like full devil. Mode. Now he's doing good, but at the same time, it was kind of not evil as it was like he was just like tortured. Like uh, that was the only like thing that I was kind of just not it wasn't like a negative I was just more kind of like can someone give me some clarification on like what's going on with him like is well what is choice he, did he have in my opinion like the watcher shows up and he's like I need your help what is he gonna do just sit there it and be bored or go do this you know like I yeah. just feel like he didn't have a choice you know yeah but you're right he did have a like uh, he regretted what he did at the end of his episode. So who knows? And all the time just sitting there, who knows what he's thinking, but I still wouldn't trust him though. Yeah. Either way. He's dope though. Like, I mean, the watcher, the watcher is trusting him to watch over technically the most powerful being in the universe. That's a good point. Like that's, that's some big trust there. Um, I will say though, seeing him go full devil mode was pretty badass. Yeah, I oh, love yeah. him. I love the his tentacles comment. and like all of the the animation going on around his face when his eyes would light up. And everything it was so on point. I loved it. I love the colors of it. Just like he his like purple and gold and like evil looking. It they, they did this show so well. Like they it you could tell. It seems like they put like the time into this like it wasn't just going to be like we're going to make an animated show like they they clearly put the time and effort into it oh no this is definitely a part of the mcu so it, it would it, it's just in a different form it's it's animated but yeah. it's still in the mcu like it exists part of it so yeah yeah it yeah I, I can't wait to see what they do next. Uh, they could, they could, they can literally do anything. That's so, the thing. Well, that's I'm, cool. I'm curious. I'm it's kind of staying in line with the episode here, and this moves into the next thing that we could possibly see from this. I want one answer from everyone. Well, technically, it's two because it's two questions, but one from each of you. Um, do you think someone will pop up in no in Multiverse of Madness from this show, and it's so who? and it could be a no it could be a no that nobody pops up but if you do think someone will who do you think would most likely i mean i it's hard not to say uh strange supreme Mm -hmm. i mean obviously because dr strange is in the movie (laughs) and And he's already there that's not hard to say i know chuck said that's not Dark Strange in New Way, No Way Home. I'm, well, so I'm I'm asking, I'm asking Multiverse of Madness, not Spider Man. Oh, not, you're I'm, right. You're Doctor right. Strange um, 2. Doctor Strange Two. Doctor Strange. Well, 2. yeah, even that, even same thing. Obviously, you know, same logic applies. Uh, yeah, I I would say so. Or, 
I mean, I guess that's an easy one, right? I mean, we should exclude him because that's yeah, the easy. let's let's exclude Strange Supreme. The easy one would be the Watcher shows up in Multiverse yeah. of Madness. That's like, true. Great Could you point. imagine seeing a live action Watcher voiced by Je Jeffrey Wright and him playing him? I mean, oh. we've technically seen one. I'm already well, yeah, but he looked terrible. He's gonna yeah, be they, DC they look pretty Marvel's bad next year. Uh, yeah. I'm curious. I'm banking on that. Like he's gonna appear in the MCU. That's how I, Geo. It's funny. I didn't even think about that, and it's the most obvious choice. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. So it just makes me think: where are all the characters end up, and who's most likely to appear? I really, I honestly, I really want to see Eric Killmonger again. And they, with this show, look. Some people complain: oh, with the multiverse, like anybody can just come back because you pull a different version of those characters from different multiverse. Whatever this, it is, what it is. Like we just got to accept that. And it's a fair criticism. Then it opens the door to opportunities. Now, now we can have a Killmonger back. Don't there? I don't think they ever should bring him back and make him good. Let him be the bad, evil guy that he is, and bring him back. And it could be this version that we saw. So I'm gonna. I don't know if he'd appear in Multiverse of Madness, but I guess. I mean, who knows? Because. Strange Supreme was with him, uh, technically watching over him. So I'm going to go with that version of Eric Killmonger, which would be pretty terrifying. Hmm. I like this idea. And this Strange Supreme helping Wanda against Strange in Multiverse of Madness. Maybe Strange Supreme senses oh, her goodness. dark magic and her searching for her dead children. And that's how he gets involved. And Maybe we see two Doctor Strange. We see two strangers together fighting each other. What? That could be crazy. But That'd be a lot of magic happening. Real. It'd be a lot of magic. She I mean, could be but, the one to release to release. Yeah, like him, what? What if? Like what honest. if he can make her kids real? Essentially, because he has all these demonic abilities, right? And she's dealing with the dark hold. Like, it's like some Palpatine shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that I could definitely see that. Honestly, like he could be the one sending out the mom, come help me, though, you know, that she supposedly heard at the end of our division. Like, that's a definitely a possibility. Yeah. But I mean, we know Wanda's in the movie. Zombie. Okay, Wanda? Hold on. okay I just had something pop in my head, though. Quick second. Do because we've talked about Wanda and we're getting off topic of what the episode the show is, but whatever. Um, we know that Wanda's searching for her children. Is she going to pull children from a different universe? That's the only way, right? No, because her children are still alive and her. They were never real, Brian. Yeah. See, now I think, I think they were around. real. I, I don't. They weren't, though. You they, and I have you and I have ha had this back and forth for a while. But now, but now, with, this, now with this whole multiverse thing, is she going to pull them from a different universe? I'm going to say no, because I think they are real. What if in the other universe that Wanda Maximoff is dead and those kids are without parents? So. And they're already teenagers and they're already their superhero alter egos and not actually the kids anymore. It's they're... very possible. We talked about it in, on the WandaVision finale. We never saw when the when the wall, whatever it was, the bubble came down. We never saw them technically disappear or die or anything. We speculated that like 
We talked about this on the finale. It was we, it was implied they're not going to show kids being killed. No, but we actually talked about this that we said I think Gio knows are on what happened. Maybe episode. Wiccans maybe powerful enough to get them out of there. Maybe somebody else showed up and took them. We don't know what happened. They well, didn't I show think, it for I a reason. I think Wiccans abilities, abilities are definitely going to come into play, but I mean, bro, they they died. They died I, in that. Episode. That's the same argument with, I don't believe, with they Ultron didn't show at it. the end of Age of Ultron. They're alive. They might be alive, but they disappeared at the end of WandaVision. They 100% disappeared. You can't tell me they didn't disappear. Yeah, they're probably trapped in some realm out Agatha put them in or something. Like, and if and if they don't, that takes away from the WandaVision finale, in my opinion. So I would agree with that. Well, all right. They were fake from the beginning, right? So they, they were fake. That means they couldn't exist in any other universe because, like, that she just created them in this bubble thing. No, 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 Gio, go ahead. Okay, what? The Watcher said, or somebody in this episode said, the 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 universes are the same, only a little bit different. So, I mean, that's that's what got came in my mind. It's like they could exist in another universe. There's there's 100% a universe where Wanda actually had kids. There's a hundred percent. Okay, but what I'm saying that is that like everything that she created in, inside her little bubble was fake, right? What did what did we call it? The hex. The hex. Everything yeah. she created was fake. So if that happened, if the events in WandaVision happened in another universe, her kids would also be fake in that universe. No, no, no. So but unless I'm, they, because look, the hex. Unless the hex <laughs> is still up in those universe, they can't come out of the hex. I'm I'm the saying kids. that she gave birth to kids, and there was no hex. I'm saying she just had kids. Like so, like she, her normally, actual biological kids that come out of her are these same kids that she fake created inside the hex. Yeah, it's a coincidence. It's Why like in every universe, Howard Stark names his kid Tony? Why can't she I'm have saying, her kids in the like, in other universes? Uh, I don't know. It does, wouldn't make sense to me. Y'all can fight, but they're literally alive and <laughs> that they're just chilling somewhere. Brian's so sure about that. Yeah. Hey, Brian, I'm closer to on your side, man. Come on. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. Well, back to what if. Any final thoughts on the finale? Anything you guys want to bring up before we kind of head out of here? Favorite moment? Oh, how about this? A favorite moment from the episode. Well, did you want to quickly hit that post credit? Oh, yeah. We can talk about the post credit scene very quick. We saw. Uh, we saw Peggy Carter with her Black Widow um, in a Kingdom of the Crystal Skull style warehouse. Oh my God, this uh, guy! Which that's hundred percent an Easter egg for Indiana Jones, hundred percent. Um, and she's like, "Hey, I gotta show you something. We found something. I gotta show you." And we walk up and we see this giant uh, vault, and it is the Hydra Crusher, Hydra Stomper, excuse me. And Black Widow goes, "There's a body in there." I'm like. There's a body in there. What yeah. the hell? Steve Rogers, baby. He's back and kicking and going to come back at some point. That's why I bought this little pop figure. I think it'll oh, nice. Right there. We're going to see him back. We're going to see him back. Um, um, but a very quick post credit scene uh, alluding to Steve Rogers being alive and well inside the Stomper and essentially maybe being iced this whole time. I'm not sure. But I think he... And if you notice, it kind of looked Civil War-y to how uh, Winter Soldier was captured. I think he might be Winter Soldier-y in her universe. Kind of. Well, yeah, now. well, you probably because he he uh, he died on the train. Didn't yeah. he? He died on the train, right? 
Uh, no, he came back. He was still alive after that. Oh, he yeah, came he back after that. You're right. You're yeah. Right. Right, 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 right. But he survived, yeah. but she went away. He supposed like we didn't see what happened to him. She oh, went that's portal, right. right? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. So she thought yeah. he died of old age or something, you know? That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Maybe he put himself in like stasis. No, that was cool. I, I thought that was really cool. A possibility to see the, you know, skinny, small Steve again. But also, I love the interaction between uh, Widow and uh, Captain Carter. Like Same. they... I don't. It's animated, but they had they had good chemistry. Those two characters. I need a live action movie of Widow and Captain Carter from a separate universe. <sighs> Shit. I need. They have it. to I need it. They have to find a way to make her live action. Literally, that's what you can do to me. Rehire Joan Anthony Russo and make the Winter Soldier movie all over again, but make it Captain Carter. <laughs> Jesus, that's all I need. She's just is, wait, but is Steve the Winter Soldier in Steve this? Steve is the Winter Soldier. Oh my goodness, yes. that would be crazy. Steve is the Winter Soldier, 150%. Make mm. do it now. Make it they, like uh, they, she. I'm shocked you didn't say anything, Jake, about uh, her and Widow fighting together with their shields. I did. Oh, did you? We yeah. talked about it earlier. I thought I made a gif. Remember? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking of something else at that point then uh oh, but yeah no uh, she is just so good her and chris evans Haley atwell are just so perfect as those two characters like yep. it's no one else could have ever played them like mm -hmm. no one and the fact that they're still using her in the same character, but twisted, and she's still just as freaking good, leaving you wanting more. Like, like but, I said, there's a reason Haley Atwell is voicing the character. Yeah, it's just, I mean, each each one that they brought back has been was such like a delight to, to have this their character. Like Michael B. Jordan did his Killmonger. Like that. That's there's a reason awesome. why he's voicing Killmonger. It's, and let me remind people: there's an Agent Carter show. They had two seasons. Yes, if you so good. if you miss Agent Carter, go watch the shows. Season one's really, really good. Yeah. Season two's okay, but still enjoyable. It, it should have never been canceled. I wish they would revive that on Disney Plus. Go um, watch Agent Carter. Uh, all right, Chuck. Actually, they are Shang Chi will be in season two, as well yeah. as some Eternals characters, which will be very, very cool. Oh my um, goodness! All right. Well, I think that's uh, I think Can't that's everything, wait. gentlemen. Are we good? Everyone good? Yeah. It, I will, like I said, this episode left me wanting more. And that's exactly what you want to do with animated shows, especially is like, now we're like, all right, sweet. What could they possibly do in this next season? And there's a whole lot of characters that they didn't even touch. <laughs> that we're going to be seeing a lot more in season two. Uh, we will wait and see when that possibly could be. Um, I know that Disney is having their uh, virtual con essentially in November. So maybe some teases there, uh, some more information on what if season two, but it seems like this show is not slowing down because they have infinite stories that they could tell um, mm -hmm. in future episodes. So uh, to all of you watching, thank you guys so much. Oh, Sarju, thank you for bringing that up real quick, real quick. Favorite episode. Go everyone. Number one. Okay. Thank I'm going to go. Uh, I'm gonna go the uh, the T'Challa Yondu episode. Oh, that's a good one too. That was episode two, so that was that was a close. Okay, mine is 
what if Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands? <laughs> That's a good. Yeah. That is my good. favorite episode. I was gonna say that one too, but it's just it's so tragic. I know, and I guess I just like pain. <laughs> this guy uh yeah mine is uh what if captain carter was the first avenger duh easy it's a good one i'm i'm yeah. a i'm a sucker for captain carter so yeah uh all right everyone thank you guys so much for watching hopefully hopefully you guys have a great weekend uh what if we'll be um on i guess you can call a hiatus until hawkeye arrives uh we'll be we'll be rewind we'll be marvel rewind not what, <laughs> what did I say? you said what if i said what if oh yeah. sorry it marvel feels like rewind. that's the name of our show marvel <laughs> rewind will be on hiatus until hawkeye in november uh where we'll come back to review hawkeye each and every episode not that long it's not that long it's like a month uh we'll be we'll be away for about a month or so we might jump on for a little preview of hawkeye and maybe even overall season review of what if we want to, or uh, yeah, what if, if we want to talk about it ever again, too many names, damn it. This is Marvel. <laughs> we'll catch you guys later. Bye.